What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, our friend and licensed realtor with Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. I'm enjoying your color scheme today, Mimi. I know everybody on the radio can't hear it, but I am all for this. I want to affirm this. So you go in this direction. It's all. Oh, even the snakes. Come on. Are those uh, flowers? and butterflies that are on your sleeves. Well, you know they are. That is gorgeous. <laughs> I, Adorable. You are, you are well branded today. Aww. Well branded. I love it. Looking Mimi. forward to not going into any cold weather. <laughs> right. I well, like fall though. I like the chilling aspect. Of is it. there fall in this state? I'm counting okay. today. Yeah. I'm counting today. Today. Yeah. yeah. So we'll how see. How many how it days goes. is it actually? Three days. Then we'll have summer for two days. Then That's we'll right. go back to fall. <laughs> so. I looked ahead to the, this week. So okay. as we are recording this, we'll have three days of fall, two days of summer, and then more fall for a bit. And we'll All see right. what happens. So also with us, and looking like she is also ready because you have your cardigan on today, Miss Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loan. Shelly, can we please get your NMLS number out of the yes. way? Yes, mine is 367-826 and Caliber Home Loans 15622. Now, I don't like using the word normal because normal is a broad definition, but it does seem uh, from the anecdote total information that I'm receiving, the articles that are going across my feed, that the real estate market is more close to historic norms than all of the ups and downs and the giant switch shifts we are getting over the last, the shifts we got over the last two years. We'll say, what do we think? Okay, so no. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, <laughs> That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, historic norms would be if it were perfectly balanced between five and six months. And okay. there was equal for all buyers and sellers and everybody was kind of like in a line. We're not there. We're not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that brings us to our weekly activity report from the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. Which we have not talked about for about three weeks. Right. So this this information is for the week ending in August 27th. So okay. anyone want to wager how many months of inventory when normal is between five and six? I'll guess one and a half. Shelly? Yeah, I would say about that, about one and a half. Okay. okay. I think you're about right. Okay. Well, our month supply of homes for sale increased 20% Ooh. over this period. And we <laughs> now have 1.8 months of inventory. That's impressive oh, compared indeed. to what we had before. Because right. wasn't it hovering at like 0. 0.75 right. for a couple of months? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think for the whole metro, we hit like 0. 0.9 at one point. Okay, fair um, enough. But it really, it, it just is individual neighborhoods. You okay. know, everybody's going to be different depending on where you are and and what you're looking for, um, our median sales price went up again, 7% to $375,000. Uh, nothing to sneeze at, right, Shelly? Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Days on market also increased 16% to 22 days on market. And our sellers are getting 101.5% of the original list price. Um, so that brings us to a question that I would like to ask for everybody that's listening and also for our friends here, Miss Shannon yes. and Miss Shelley. So with all of this information, we know that over the last several years, 
there have been nothing but strong home equity positions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sellers have gotten rich off of the equity that they are building because of the appreciation. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Would everybody agree to that? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the poll. What do you think is the smart thing to do with all that equity that's just sitting in your little home bank? Hmm. Okay. Okay. We can sit on that. We can let everybody okay. marinate on that for a minute. And let us because I can think of think. a couple of options that I would do with it, but but should you? Yeah, I mean, I could, could. So I have some coulds. I don't. I huh? Let me think on what I think the should is. Okay, is that okay? Yeah, for sure. How Shelley? long do I have to think on this? Do you want me to, like <laughs> go after Shelly? <laughs> Here, let me let me go first. The then. whole hour. We're okay, gonna, we can marinate this. Let me start with one of my first ones before Shelly goes because Shelly is more of an expert. So let me give you my layman's. I just hang out with cool people like Mimi and Shelly. Guess. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I would think I would do with my equity is that I would use it to buy a second home. That would be the first thing I would do with it. Okay. Let's just talk about how much equity you think you have. In my house? Yeah. Um, and you've been a homeowner for how long? This uh, time? Two years. Two this years. Year. Yeah. Okay. We're coming up on two years. So I'm going to say that it has appreciated about, just because of things that are going on, it is up to about Sixty grand more than when I bought it. Okay. I think. Okay. I don't, I don't, I, I might be going i'm intentionally going a little low because i wanted to say 75 like it went up it you're jumped just for not minute. being prideful i appreciate exactly because um, it went up you know kind of thing because the universe was like okay here's the thing yeah so, so yeah. you've been blessed mm-hmm. and everybody knows mm-hmm. that all yeah. of us have been, everyone right? who owns a home yeah. exactly Absolutely. and so it depends on what neighborhood you're in but mm-hmm. you know home prices have like over the last year they've been anywhere from what 18 plus percent a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. When I moved here, normal was between four and five percent was what I was told. Um, so I want to go over some terms. Home price deceleration does not necessarily mean depreciation. Okay. And so let's just throw out some nerd terms mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Appreciation, of course, is when a home price increases. Correct. And depreciation is when the home price decreases. Correct. But the deceleration is when the home price continues to appreciate, but it's just going at a slower or more moderate pace. Right. Mine has definitely, as someone who had one of those townhouses back in 2008 that depreciated because Mm. this is, everything was insane. That has not happened to me in the last couple of years at all. Okay. Well, let's talk about our rates uh, from CoreLogic. Okay. Just to kind of talk about deceleration, not not depreciation. It's completely different. Absolutely. Um, it's just, that's this is what everybody's talking about, how the market is like balancing or it's just, it's correcting or it's going into a crash. It isn't going into a crash. We don't have enough supply for people to live in as it is. Um, when that happens and we have enough supply, then we can maybe talk about what that looks like. But from the mortgage banker's perspective, Shelly, mm-hmm. um, there's all kinds of lending guidelines in place to keep things from happening like they once happened back in the recession. Right, right. And one of the biggest ones is, you know, back in 2004, 5, 6, when we were leading up to the mortgage meltdown, we were allowed to go up to 100% of the value of our property. Ah, and gotcha. you just cannot do that anymore. So when you're going to get a home equity line of credit to tap into it, to buy your second home or something like that, you can't really think of yourself as going up to what the whole value of that house is. It's really going to go up to only 80%. It's really what the second mortgage lenders are comfortable doing. And that's because 
those those stop losses were put in place so people wouldn't take out all of the equity in their right. home. And then if the market did depreciate, then they were in a bad position exactly. because they've already they've already mined their own bank. That's right, exactly. Okay, um, let's just start back in April. Well, let's start back in March of this year uh, about the appreciation rates, and this is nationwide year over year home prices for twenty two. Uh, in March, it was twenty point nine percent. April 20, May 20.2. So we're kind of flat in those three spring months, as Mm -hmm. you would think. And then here in June, we see it dip 18.3%. In July, 15.8% appreciation. Mm -hmm. That's a big jump, 3% points month to month. Mm -hmm. Um, What is that? You know, if you're looking at numbers and statistics and graphs and you're trying to predict what you think might happen in the future, if we see a trend where it's kind of dipping down and it's going down your appreciation rates, should you ask yourself right now before the market is flooded with sellers, is now the right time for you to jump in and sell yours first before the appreciation keeps going down? Because the lower the appreciation rate goes, the more people who are going to jump into the market that have just kind of been biding their time, mm-hmm. watching to see what's going to happen. Should you ask yourself, is now the right time to sell? And if it is, we'd love to talk with you. And we have, and the timing is just perfect, the brand new fall, should you sell your house guides? Right. Or things to consider when you're buying your house guides. They're right. brand new for fall. And you can get that by going and you can text in at that 651-578-2218, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. You can put that and just put guide in there. Or you can call us right now and get your information to our producer, Mike, at 651-641-1071. Perfect. Now, Shelly, mm-hmm. when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about some stuff that you've been working on in your world. Mm-hmm. And one of those is renovation loans mm-hmm. and yes. how people can use those as a tool to just make yourself so many more options. Absolutely. You know, there's houses that are out there on the market today now, and we we just kind of talked about that. And the ones that are ugly are sitting there a little longer, Mm -hmm. and the sellers seem to be more willing to negotiate, so that can all work in your favor. We'll talk to you about that how when we get back. All right, and you can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Red Hot. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also our good friend from Caliber Home Loans, Miss Shelly Ferris. Now we've been talking about the difference between deceleration and devaluation, right? Depreciation. depreciation. So deceleration and depreciation. depreciation. Yes. Okay. So again, just to set that baseline. We aren't necessarily seeing depreciation. Things aren't going down. They're just decelerating and slowing down. So the appreciation rates are slowing down. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so still appreciating though, but yes. they're still yes. appreciating. Yes. So to your question that we were talking about during the break, is that your appreciation, your home equity gain, correct, is not going to go down unless mm-hmm. unless the homes like yours in your neighborhood start to go down so let's just say that a duplex in your neighborhood sold for way less than you think it should sell for yes that would be a sign that things are starting to depreciate and that you would pay attention to that because if you if you can't sell your house for the maximum like you thought you could and so you have to sell it for what the other comps in your area are selling for 
Then at that point, if you're expecting seventy five thousand, you might be getting fifty thousand less, or or even forty, or whatever the number right. happens now, to be. Now, before we start explaining this more, I do have a question about the comps, which we bring up very often about looking at the comps in your neighborhood. If you had a situation where, like, if it's a similar size, but maybe the one that was sold didn't have all of the upgrades or had like a big, like we had a sewer expert on a few weeks ago, something like that. Does that take into account as far as the comps go? Is it just, here's the neighborhood, another duplex went on sale and it was less than my duplex went on sale. Is that something that people need to take into account or is it doesn't matter? So the finishes that you put into your house make your house more saleable. Okay. The higher end, the, the more refined, the more tasteful, the more current. Mm-hmm. All of those things matter because they're gonna they're going to pique your buyer's interest and make your stand out. However, when you're looking at homes to compare you to, we're looking for the, a similar age. We're okay. looking for similar build style. We're looking for similar materials on the outside. Gotcha. Um, and square footage, of course, and acreage. Okay. Those things, and the closer to the subject property, the more alike the more comparable they are. Fair enough. Uh, so then if you don't find what you're looking for, then you have to spread out and spread out in brackets. So that's how you look at trying to find value. Right. You don't want, in my opinion, and I'll let you ladies chime in on what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the Taj Mahal <laughs> on your street. <laughs> Amen. You don't. <laughs> I you mean, know. if you're never going to sell it, then cool. But you if know. you, you know, okay, so let's just all say, if you're putting gold on your foyer on the floor, um, you know, you're not going to get that back no. in right. Minnesota. Right. No. And you like, might- there's some stuff I've done to my duplex that makes sense for me and my kiddo that if I, like my forever playground that's in the back, nobody else in my neighborhood has a forever, there's some, like some neighborhoods we go through, as you drive past, you see all these really that made sense for me. Nobody else in my neighborhood has one. I'm going to take that with me if I sell this house. Right. I'm okay. going to get them to come pick it up, load it up, put it in the new house. So yes. I get it. There are some things that that's not going to make a difference if I left it. I no. don't think anybody would pay. But let's just talk more. about sub- subjectivity okay. in listings. Mm-hmm. Picture says a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree? Agree. Okay. So, Michigan, I've just listed your home. Yes. And I've taken amazing photos. Professional right. quality. Only the best for you. And in the backyard, we see, A, Miss Shannon has a fenced yard. Yes. And then we see this beautiful rainbow place. It is wonderful. (laughs) What kind of information can we surmise about the person that lives Uh, in Miss Shannon's house? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't tell you. I have people ask me all the time, well, I only want to be in a neighborhood with kids. Uh, okay, I can't tell you that. Right. Yeah. That's but called, you can see mine and go, that's she's called, got That's called a drive-by. Right. You, know, you need to go and look for the boat, okay. for the bikes and all the toys. So and all my rainbow things. play right. system, which, I mean, anybody out there who thinks that I'm bougie, I'm not. I just chose to put all my resources into my kids' play system. But, <laughs> but. It's not like I just had them. But it was a priority for me, so right. I got that. I okay. didn't get a new car. I got him a really cool play system. And a work system for you maybe yeah okay well yeah all right because i do i'm like come on we got to do this together because otherwise you won't do it oh my gosh oh yeah right you see me on my pull-ups so but you're saying that there are a variety of ways that although i'm interpreting it as taj mahaling my house this is something that you go well you may not get your exact 
um, uh, investment back, but it does say a lot about the way that you keep your house and the, what you would do and why it would be of value to another buyer. Well, right. you look at a ton of comps, too, mm-hmm. and you look at photos right. of listings. Oh, I, he- I hear people all the time, why well, put in marble countertops so my house is worth 15000 more? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's not. not really. Yeah, no. It's really not. Yeah. It might be a teeny tiny bit more, but not right. yeah. Not 15 Well, right. speaking about ugliness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not the Taj Mahal, but the other end of it. Awesome. Right. All right. Shelly is someone who is a specialist in renovation loans. And Shelly, tell everybody what a renovation loan is. So a renovation loan allows you to buy the house and finance the renovation in the same loan. Okay. And it's tricky and not everybody does them. And I've done them for 20 years and there are twists and turns. So if you Google this, if you Google renovation loans, the first nine hits you'll get will say, run away, run away, run away. <laughs> and then the 10th one probably is written by me and says, it's not that bad. If you know what you're doing. Um, So what so there are renovation loans that are FHA and Mm -hmm. also conventional. The Mm -hmm. FHA, I think everybody's heard of the 203K. Yep, that's right. And what's the conventional one known as? Home style. Home style. It's just a home style loan. It's a conventional. So let's talk about what some of the loan limits are and some of the things that you can do with those products. Right. So the loan limit is the same loan limits as in the regular financing. So if you do the FHA model, the 203K, the loan limit is 424-360. If you okay. do the conventional, it's currently 652-420, but we just got notice on Friday that conventional loan limits are going up to 715. I mean, that means you don't need a jumbo loan until you get to wow. $716,000 okay. in, in a mortgage. That is just That's amazing. stunning yes. to me. I mean, I for someone who's been in this business for 30 years, that number is an eye-opener. I so can't who, believe it. Who do it. you get to kiss for that? Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any number of people. Whoever came up with that one, I will kiss them right on the lips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we heard it here, folks. <laughs> Right here, we line up. Yeah, line up. Married people. loan officer kissing somebody at hey man, conventional it's financing. It's twenty twenty two. Do okay. you? We do All it. right, <laughs> let's talk about an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get a lot of things. So the things that trigger people that they don't like about a house that might cause them to pass on it: an old roof, mm-hmm. um, really just terrible siding. It's seen its day, or the furnace is old. Mm-hmm. Or the kitchen needs new cabinets and counters and flooring. All of right. those things will cause a buyer to say, no, this one's going to cost me too much money. Right. It doesn't really matter. And that's the thing I think that sellers don't understand. It doesn't matter unless you really price your house according to the things that it's going to need in a buyer's eye. Right. Right, because they want to say, "Well, it's on the market for three fifty, but the bathroom's going to cost me fifteen, and the mm-hmm. kitchen's going to cost me forty, so I'll offer three hundred. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I think people right now are just starting to see that they can actually ask or offer less, right, for the first time in forever, or right, for closing costs. Closing Haven't costs. seen that in forever, right? Yes. Um, but the, the biggest thing is that if you've never bought a house before. Most buyers will estimate high because they don't really know what it's going to cost. Right, right. true. And the skill set out there has died down where people aren't big DIYers yep. unless you're Miss Shannon right, and watch a lot right. of YouTube. I wasn't saying anything. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I, know, hey. I know I'm an anomaly. I know that. Yeah, I know a, that. Listen, you with your chainsaw pants. And, yeah. my, and my concrete mm-hmm, grinder. Right, I know yeah. I'm an anomaly. Nobody is yes. trying to do most of the stuff I do. I get it. But the point <laughs> of the matter is, is that this is out there and you can actually 
customize it to what you actually like yourself. Which is wonderful. You right? know, exactly. and so you don't have to worry that the, the seller is going to paint it orange when that is your <laughs> least favorite cover, right. color. Exactly. Or that they're going to choose a really dirty brown because it was the cheapest remnant they could find exactly. for the carpet. Uh, you get to do it. You right? get it's to it yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about so that buy the process. ugly house and make it yours. <laughs> when we come back from the break, let's talk mm-hmm. about what you go through as a loan officer and the contractors to make this happen. Okay. Right, and we also encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Get your information out there. Get your questions answered from both of our uh, experts here, Ms. Shelley Ferris from Caliber Home Loans, and of course, our friend Mimi Shoneman. We'll be right back here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can find this episode and previous episodes by going to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Here with Miss Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. And also from Caliber Home Loans, our friend Shelly Ferris, talking about how you can get that um, renovation loan done, right? Is that mm-hmm. what we're going to okay. still go into a little bit more? Yes. So, mm-hmm. Shelly... Um, if somebody hears this and this is something that they're they're curious about, let's explain the back end side that maybe, you know, requires a little more detail about. OK, so they reach out to you mm-hmm. and say, Shelly, I'm I'm interested in more information about a renovation loans and how they work from. Will it work for me? And then what does that process look like? Absolutely. Right. So it looks a lot like a regular process. But as far as the renovation part is concerned, we get bids from you on what you think needs to be fixed, maybe things that were identified in your home inspection. And then um, you get bids from a contractor, a licensed and bonded contractor. You can't, this is not for, you know, your home, whatever, home and garden special or whatever. You you cannot be the guy. So, no. which I know there's some people who are handy-ish exactly. or you might be a contractor. This is, you have to get somebody else to come so out here and I've, I've had clients that were in the trades mm-hmm. and they know how to do a lot of different things and they think that, okay, this will work great for me because I'll get the money and then I'll just do the work and save on the labor. That is not going to work in this process. Right, exactly. And people say, why not? Why do you want me to finance more money then? That's silly. And I'll tell you why. Because you bid the deal skinny because you don't have to pay you labor, right? And that's great until you get hurt or you can't do it or something happens where you're not the person that's going to be doing the work. And now there's not enough cost in the transaction to be able to pay for the guy we have to hire exactly. to go in and get the deal done. Yeah, so. and, and how do you hold you accountable? <laughs> you know, or who are you going right. to call? We're going to fire you. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, it's kind of like what they say. It's like a, a painter's house never gets painted. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? As the, as the ex-wife of a plumber, it was, oh, I mean, you got, it. Oh. and I get it because he was working all day, yeah. but I'm like, then we should have just hired somebody right. so i totally that's get a it. pride thing man. it is yeah. i know when nobody's you can, gonna paint it like i can when you yeah, can right. do it it's just yeah but do you need to right. it's like this is yes. yeah do you want to right, right. right. yeah exactly i get it right. yeah yes. i learned after buying this house that i should never paint bathrooms <laughs> ever again in my life because again I don't, that I, you know i don't even know because i was starting to like shake because that 
ADHD was setting in. Mm. It's like, ah. I'm not even going to say anything because, ah. you know, that's another thing I do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I let my husband paint one bathroom in our life, and it was, it's like you would walk in and shut the door, and you felt like you were underwater. Everything was blue. The ceiling was blue. The <laughs> oh, trim was blue. The walls were blue. Way too blue. See, I gotta get out of here. Too many things to cut around in a bathroom. <laughs> but see? I looked at it, and I thought, this is the smallest room in the place. Yeah. It's short. I'm short. Yeah, right? This is a win situation. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. It was like, not. That's the only, like, I have other rooms in my house that I need, uh, that I plan on painting next. I did that one because it's easiest to cover everything up and put all my tarps and do all that stuff. So, yes. Yeah. Hire a painter. No. Poor no. <laughs> call machine. No, no, don't call. Don't call you. I'll you know do taking mine. Calls? No, okay. <laughs> no, I am not. A, Whatever. You have handy. a career. Okay. <laughs> call right. me to tell right. some jokes mm. or come host an event. There and you then go. I'll there do we my go. Painting. There we go. You yeah. want to throw out your number here while we're nope. here? <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. I've seen her. She's got a, a concrete grinder and the whole deal. <laughs> Listen, don't I'm let not trying you. to be a concrete someday, expert. Someday on a website, you'll see. <laughs> you'll be up there with her with the her lady mailman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jokes and concrete. Yes. Yes. That's what I do. This is a real estate show. Stop. Right. Yes. All right. And mortgage, too. That's right. right. All right. So, Shelly. Yes. Do they only have to get one contractor bid or do they have to get two? Nope, just one. Okay. Just one contractor bid. That's all we need. We don't, you know, it it needs to be reasonable so mm-hmm. that it has to pass the smell test. So yeah. if you're going to put in new plumbing and it costs $1,500 and we know based off of estimates that we've gotten on other deals that it should cost 10000 then something's up here. Right. Something's up, something's up. So, um, but yeah, so you have to get a bid on everything that you're going to do. Okay, so let's just break that down. Mm-hmm. So this house that, that you want to use this loan on mm-hmm. needs kitchen cabinets Mm -hmm. it needs a roof Mm -hmm. it needs a furnace Mm -hmm. how many contractors so we really like you to use one and have that guy do everything or sub out everything because it's easier to keep track of okay you're looking for a general contractor that can manage the whole project right exactly so normally should they also be incredibly honest with themselves and only Try and add in everything all at one time, or is it better for them to do one, pay it off, and then maybe do another one? Or how does nope, that work? So, um, so all it, you'd, you'd want the bid all in one, mm-hmm. but I always tell people to, as far as what you're going to put in the transaction, just do what you have to do. Fair enough. What okay. has to get past uh, financing to make this house? What we're doing with this loan is we're making this house a financeable home. Okay. So that's the goal. You don't have to turn it into this big, beautiful, wonderful property. Mm-hmm. You can put your own carpet in later if you don't want to finance it through the transaction or do something in the backyard that way. But just do what's going to get the house to pass for regular finances. Okay, so it's got to pass an occupancy certification and it also has to appraise at the additional amount that you're financing exactly in. Exactly right. And so how does one go about figuring out on the front end whether or not it will appraise so we so at the usually the agent will look at what you're doing and then look at the comps in the area and see if there's comparable homes that have sold in the last three months that support the value that you're looking for when you buy it at this price and add these uh uh, works okay yes okay At, at what point would somebody get denied for this type of product 
Um, you know, there's different reasons, same like regular lending. So maybe you, uh, your job history isn't solid, or maybe you're the, there's too much work for what you qualify for the loan, then this isn't the right house for you. I'll give you an example. I had one, this was probably about 15 years ago. The house was fine, perfect in every way. Septic failed. They did a septic certification and it failed and they needed a new septic. So that was $15,000. Well, the house wasn't worth $15,000 more just because it's got a bright, shiny new septic system. Nobody looks at that. You assume you're going to have a bright, shiny new, or at least a functioning. So the, in this case, the sellers actually had to reduce the sales price by 15000 in order to accommodate the repair. Can I, uh, another shiny thing that doesn't necessarily always equate, like what about, we, we talked about the roof. What about windows and things like that? I think windows do add a little bit of okay. appreciation, but not dollar for dollar, certainly. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking like you're really like $4 in the cost of window for $1 of appreciated. Okay. So if you've got 20000 in brand new windows, you might get 5000 more for your house. Would okay. that be right, yeah, Mimi? I'm, okay. I'm thinking, yeah, that's one of those questionable ones. You yeah. really as, have to think about it. As people are deciding how to prioritize what things they might be able to do, they might go, well, I may not like the windows, but... I can deal with it, and then I can do that at a later, later date and time. not put it into this particular right. product. The thing that people, and you can speak to this, Ms. Shannon, you, you know, you don't have to do your whole house all at once. No. Right. And, you know, just pick a side and shop that. Yeah. I mean, windows windows are important, but if you, it's just important to have windows. Right. <laughs> like for me, when I did it, because I did do it in chunks, I did the backside, which were our bedrooms, because I also wanted that from a safety issue. So yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it'll also be... It'll keep them warmer slash cooler, but it's also yes. keep them warmer slash cooler. The parts that we're sleeping in, my son and I, but also if God forbid uh, anything happen, we now know that we have very functional windows that we could use as egresses if we needed to. Right. So I get it. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much time we have. Are we good? We good. We okay. got time to keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else should folks know about the renovation loan? So so we we build the loan from the cost of your bids and the cost of the home, the, the amount that you wrote the purchase agreement for. You put your down payment from that. That's called acquisition costs. Okay. Kind of a big word. But what it means is how much did it take to, for you to acquire this property and make it financeable? So that's what we work from. And then it just goes through a regular loan process. We close these in 30 days. But okay. it's not a big, huge, long 60, 90 day process. You keep getting extensions, yada, yada. I was telling these guys on the break that I just closed kind of a miracle transaction where it had to close in okay. 30 days. It's It was in foreclosure and it's going to be gone tomorrow. We closed it on Friday and he's a homeowner. Lakeview needed uh, like windows and a roof. Um, this home, when he's done with it, he this, he bought it in the low 200s. When he's done with this, this home is in a neighborhood of 600 to a million dollar homes. And Congratulations he is, to he him. is I'm telling yes. you, mm-hmm. huge leg up in life to yes. this gentleman. Did mm-hmm. absolutely the right thing. So let me ask, just re- reiterate what I just heard you say. So if you put the loan, you, you get the contractor bids. How much, what kind of timeline are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, you have to, first of all, get the seller to accept the fact that you're having a renovation loan, which they should know is going to take some time. Right. Versus cash. Yes, versus cash or traditional conventional financing. Right, right. Um, So what concerns would a seller have 
t- about this type of product. So the seller shouldn't have any concerns other than can the loan officer get the deal done? And I, I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that don't know how to do these loans at Fair all. Enough. They have no clue how to even begin them. So the first question should be is how experienced, how many of yes. these has the loan officer done? A hundred percent. That should be the first question from the seller. Okay. Otherwise you'll take the lower cash offer because cash is cash mm-hmm. you know and they're clearly they're going to offer you lower than a financing offer would in most cases i think and and so is it worth the chance of me getting more for my home is this lender going to bring it to the table should they also be concerned about whether or not the house will appraise after it's all said and done right and their own realtor can help them with that with comparable homes in the area and if you didn't have a broken pipes or mold in your bathroom or whatever Mm -hmm. ails your property, you would have been able to sell it for X amount of money. That's what you're looking for as a seller. Okay. And so these typically take, I know you said you could do them as fast as 30, but typically do they go 45 or 60 days? No, they really don't. They really go as fast as it's all hinged on and you hit on it, Mimi. How fast can you get those bids? Okay, perfect. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll be right back here. You can listen. You can be part of the show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I'm out of practice. <laughs> we were just talking about this, Mimi, about how we're out of practice because we had a week off. <laughs> Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Yes. We're talking money during the break. And, <laughs> so and it got there me off. Exactly. Right, right. So I am Miss Shannon. Also here with my good friend Mimi Shodeman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results and our friend from Caliber Home Loans, Ms. Shelly Ferris. And you're right, Mimi, we were talking about maximizing money. But before we get back to that, let's go ahead and go to the phones. We always encourage people to be part of the show here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. And thank you very much for your patience. And what is your question yeah. for Mimi and Shelly? Okay, so um, I'm interested in taking out a home improvement loan, adding a two-car attached garage to my house, and then like a bonus room over. Okay, so um, um, I've completed uh, paperwork, whatever, and having the bank representative come out um, this week. So my question is, my house is paid for, um, and say it's worth, you know, 400000 but the the property that it's on is very, very valuable. They only loan against the actual house, right? Shelly? Well, they, they, yes. they, they give you a loan against the entire, like the value of everything, not just the house, but the land as well. But they don't want to put too much value in the land because in case you split it off or whatever, then that value wouldn't be there. But it's a totality. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, all right, then I started thinking, okay, so I have um, a lot in, uh, really, really, really a lot of my 401, and then I have an inheritance that's all invested. So, and I, I'm continuing to work, um, and I have a good job. Would it be something I might want to consider to just hold on what I'm putting forward into my 401 for a while so I have more up more cash well that um, is getting pretty deep in, in like yeah, specifically like 
telling you what to do with your money. So that, that's a yeah. hard one for me to, to answer. But you you absolutely could, instead of taking a home equity line of credit, you could take a loan against your 401k and use that money and you'd be just paying yourself back out of your payroll or whatever. So it really wouldn't have any impact. It really kind of speaks to, or you need to think about how long are you going to live there? Right. What's the full yeah. value of what you're looking to do and for how long? And, you know, if I could interject, I would suggest even though you have an appointment with a banker coming out to your house, that you have Shelly here give you a call and get a second opinion. Um, and I'm oh. sure our producers already collected your information, so mm-hmm. Shelly can give you a call this week, and you guys can see if, if she can do anything better. Because the other thing that Shelly can do is also maybe make some advice uh, just with, regarding some financial advisors and other things like that, so you can get this whole thing exactly. put together. Right. right. So, okay. Sound oh, good? I'll, I'll, I'll go with that, too. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you, Anne. I listen to you every week. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. much. We'll Thank give you, you a call much. this weekend. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Also on the line, we appreciate your patience. Megan, thank you very much for uh, calling right now. Are you looking into buying a property with your daughter? Yes. Hi. Thanks for my call. Um, so she is 24, and she only makes 54000 a year. Okay. And I'm just wondering, for a first-time home buyer, does she have to put down the 20% or what are the rules for a first-time home buyer? Well, I can quickly summarize those up for you, uh, Megan. Uh, um, On a first-time home buyer loan, there's 3.5% down payment options. There are 3% down payment options. But you, you, you get down payment assistance so that you yourself only have to come up with $1,000 out of pocket. The rest of the money can be all through either seller paid closing costs or the down payment assistance money. So you really need very little money to get into a home as a first-time home buyer. Okay, and then since um, she doesn't make enough money on her home to qualify for, you know, $200,000, $300,000 home, I'm her mom, mm-hmm. so could I, her father and I give her money or help with that? You can. Yeah. Yep, you can give her money for a down payment in the form of a gift, or you could co-sign with her on the loan. And then as okay. she increases her salary or however she's paid, then you could she could refinance you maybe in the spring when rates drop here and get you off the loan if she qualifies um, on her own. Okay. I'm helping two couples do that right now, as a matter of fact. I'd be happy to help walk you guys through that as well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call, Megan. I think that was uh-huh. a, a really, really good thing for people to remember is that a first-time home buyer is only someone who hasn't bought in the last three years. Right. And Good point, Mimi. Yes. Yep. And to your point with the down payment assistance programs that are out there, that you know, it's all of this is, is what you do in your consultations mm-hmm. when you meet with people. And so, Shelly, tell everybody how they reach you during the week. The very best place is my cell phone, and that's 612-839-6918. It just isn't that amazing that you can think that you're going to be calling Shelly, and she's going to be <laughs> having coffee in her bikini oh, out in the backyard? going to happen, yep. <laughs> Or, or maybe not, she's no. yeah, bacon brownies. Who yeah, knows? Having a much little more likely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm like if you maybe she's got a you know a spa in the backyard. Yeah, you, know, you one of those sauna bikini ladies? Because oh, I can yeah. I can say that and do business no, in no, the no, sauna. No, no, yeah, no. of course. No, no, no. This is what this is the advantage of working from home. Absolutely. And I'm just gonna put no. a plug out there. If your house isn't the right size for you and you're working from home and you've got fantasies of having a, a lake home or uh, out in the backyard mowing chainsaw 
online like Miss Shannon does, <laughs> yes. we can help you find Indeed. that perfect house. Right. Just yes. reach out to us as well during the week, 651-578-2218 or Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. Okay, so we've just got a couple minutes left in this segment. Uh, boy, has it ever gone fast. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I do want to talk about the advantages of using these renovation loans for sellers who are thinking about oh, right. putting their house on the market. Let's say that you want to move, guys, and you look around your house and you think, who in the world would buy this house? I barely want to live here. Listen, right. we can help you. Let's get a renovation loan going for you. Let's fix those things. You know, the gal that was just talking said that she owned her house outright. What a great way if she had some fix-ups. You know, we'll pull this this uh, renovation loan together, fix it up, and you'll have it all ready in the spring with contractors doing the work for you. You don't have to worry about how am I going to pay them. This loan is going to pay them. It's really an answer for a lot of people to move on to what they truly want in life and not living where they are. Right, exactly. And that's something that we help folks do as well is, is help you take a look at your house give you a valuation based on the way it currently is versus the way it could be. Um, so let's just say that uh, we get to your house and it needs things. It needs, you know, some cosmetic things because we know buyers buy with their eyes and they are looking for things that don't have to have a lot of work done that are, are complementary to the design style of today. Um, this is a perfect product for somebody who just needs to do a little something um, we're not talking about a ton of money, but right. just, a, you know, paint and new carpet right. are amazing mm-hmm. what that can do for a home. Right. Um, so and then sometimes you just don't have the money right now or maybe your money's tied up in an investment that you just don't want to pull. Right. You know, we've worked with folks that, you know, they're just right at that cusp of, of 59. They don't want to pull that money out for tax penalties and that kind of thing. They're waiting till they can pull it out with no restrictions. If you or someone, you know, uh, needs some kind of consultation with regard to getting your house market ready. That's definitely something that we can do to help you. Uh, just be sure and reach out to us. And you can also text or reach out to us through the station. Uh, you can go to mytalk1071.com. And our keyword here with the Red Hot Real Estate Show is Red Hot. Um, so you can reach us all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm. And let's remind everybody about those guys that you have available right now, Mimi. Well, just today we saw that the fall guides came back out and these are published every quarter and they're updated every single quarter to be current with relative information about what's going on in the market right now and so the fall guides for both buying and selling just came out so all you have to do to get one is to request it right and a lot of times if you're just going okay how do i get started going ahead and getting these guides can just laundry list everything out there for you so you know where to get started what kind of information you're going to have what's going on in the market right now all in one place yeah and you know we we do know that homes are are, more homes are coming on the market don't be the last one to put your home on the market right Well, we will see you next week. Again, you're listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Find us at mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.